winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans, Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are in the studio A six game Saturday in the Scottish Premiership We love these days Game one is over It's Motherwell 2, Rangers 4 And now Gabriel, it's over to Celtic To respond like they've done so many times Try and get that lead back up to 9 points What's the team news re- uh, recap it for us? Yeah, it certainly is, Gordon As you were saying there, back up to 9 points Celtic fans tuning into Fair Park earlier Might have thought it would be more but it's just about re-establishing that lead. And by the end of this, it'll just be nine games left to play in the Premiership. The Hoops have won 13 in a row. It's their best winning run under Ange Postacoglu. And arguably, they're playing their best, most fluid football at the moment. As Hugh said earlier, 11 goals in their last three games, 10 different goal scorers. As I was saying earlier, Postacoglu defended the strength of the league after it was questioned by Japan manager Hajime Moriyasu. He excluded Rayo Hatate and Kyogo from his squad, but both of them start here today. Dyson Maida did make the Japan team. He is back into the starting 11 after missing out last weekend through injury. So Postacoglu makes two changes to his side that East Pass Hearts a week ago in the Cup. Maida and Matarelli come in. Aaron Moy misses out and Sayed Haksabanovic drops to the bench. Carl Stahlfeld and Greg Taylor are both pass fit to play. Celtic in their usual 4-3-3 formation. Joe Hart in goal. And Alistair Johnson right back. Cameron Carter-Vickers and Carl Stahlfeld in the heart of defence with Greg Taylor on the left. Callum McGregor, Matarelli and Rayo Hatate are in the middle of the park. Jota, Kyogo and Dyson Maida lead the line. The substitutes for the hoops are Bain, Abada, Turnbull, Kobayashi, O, Summers, Bernabate, Haksabanovic and Ralston. How about him? Burnian, while assistant manager Jamie McAllister was speaking through the week, he said his team must still have a go when they play one of the biggest sides, but they must be better in possession. Uh, Hibs were on on a five-game unbeaten run until they faced Rangers ten days ago. They took a 1-0 lead early on, but they were so open at the back. I was there at Easter Road. They lost 4-1. It really could have been anything. Lee Johnson makes three changes to his side today. A few interesting ones. Uh, Marion Cabraya returns to the team. Lewis Miller will make his first league start. And Jake Doyle-Hayes comes in for the first time since August. Hop, Henderson and Cadden drop out from that team against Rangers. And it's a change of formation as well. It'll be 5-4-1 for the high beast today. David Marshall is in goal. A back five of Lewis Miller, Will Fish, Paul Hanlon, Lewis Stevenson and Marianne Cabraya. James Jago, Jake Doyle-Hayes, CJ egan Riley, and Josh Campbell will be in the middle of the park with Eli Yuan leading the line. The substitutes of Johnson, Cadden, Hop, Nisbet, Devlin, Henderson, McCurdy, O McIntyre and Kukarevich. The referee is Stephen McLean and Gavin Duncan is the VAR. Yeah, time and time again, uh, Roger Hanna, we, we, we often talk about the the psychology of a, a title race, if you, you call it that, or, or the mentality of it, and sometimes you, you talk about this rivalry where one team plays first and then the other team watches on and knows that they need to respond and, and what the pressure can do, but I mean, this Celtic team answered those questions a long time ago, didn't they, that that's not a problem? Yeah, and every time Rangers close the gap to six points, they wait on Celtic blinking. And so far Celtic have shown absolutely no sign of blinking I don't think this is going to be the afternoon A very, very defensive looking Hibernian team They will have what the kids call a low block They will try and hang in there as best they can But having conceded 10 goals in the previous two Premiership games against Celtic this season Could be a long old afternoon for the visitors Celtic amass stats that are simply staggering And you think to yourself How how does this end? Uh, for me You can low block all day 
But there, there are so many individual talents in that Celtic side And this astonishing record of 11 goals in three games Scored by 10 different players uh, You know, you, you, you cannot see Hibs low block all day uh, And Celtic, in the light of what happened yesterday With ticket allocations and the row that has followed that Celtic want their park on the 8th of April to be a place of frenzy, positive frenzy, as they look to take Rangers mm. on and extend the lead at the top to double digits. And it's always been a difficult balance, Gordon, in terms of how you as an opponent go mm. and, and set up or approach the game at Celtic Park. But if the recent weeks for Hibs have been interesting because they were in good form mm-hmm. and then Rangers come to Easter Road and because Hibs are in good form and because they're at Easter Road there's this expectation that you you go for it a bit more and, and you try and open up and Rangers toyed with them at times at Easter Road so what, what sort of mindset does Lee Johnson go with today? Um, I, I agree with the uh, tactics he's going because I watched that game uh, in the midweek game Gordon and Hibs were full of confidence They were at home Decided to put their two wing backs High up the pitch And they get tore apart And Michael Beale come out after a game Quite rightly says We should have scored double And they should have Now That's Rangers You're t- uh, Dealing with a different animal here at Celtic Park With the, the firepower at Celtic have got You stick the two full backs high up the pitch And Maeda and Jota on one flank You've got Kyogo playing off the, the shoulder You've got O'Reilly, Hatati and McGregor in behind you're, you're asking for big trouble So I agree with the lads I think the LB is a good way to go for Hibs this afternoon Sorry? The LB Oh the low block <laughs> well, Yeah wow, well okay. Roger's educated me I'm going LB um, Wait till you start XG And I think XG yeah, I think they'll sit in there And they'll try and make it as difficult as they possibly can But other teams have tried that um, but I do not blame the Hibs manager with those tactics And if you're Hibernian You really don't want Kyogo to have a cause He's scored 26 goals already this season But he's got a cause today Because along with Rio Hitati He has been snubbed again By the Japan national team manager And he will want mm. to come out today And prove him wrong Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu Every game is an opportunity for us to play our football And and, and make sure that you know we, we maintain the standards and performances and improve on them. So it's another challenge for us against uh, you know Hibs. They've been a good run of form. You know, obviously the last game didn't go well for them, but prior to that they they've been seven unbeaten and um, you know they brought in some some good young talent during the the, the January window and uh, be a good challenge for us. But you know we 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 treat every opponent. Um, with the same respect and uh, you know we go into every game looking to, to play our football back around the grounds next the fastest goals the expert opinions this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard one game down it finished Motherwell 2 Rangers 4 but 5 more Premiership ties to come so much to look forward to let's go back uh, to Pataudry Aberdeen Against Hearts It's an interesting time At Pataudry Dave Galloway Barry Robson Still an interim charge Officially um, Alan Burrows Is now the CEO Is there a feeling That today is Not going to decide the, the battle for third But certainly Play a huge part in it Yeah that 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 is very much The feeling Certainly uh, Locally Gordon I mean You know Barry um, Has done A very good job uh, Indeed in, in steadying the ship um, And he has you know, got the team playing 
with a bit more. He seems to be getting a tune out of the players that unfortunately Jim Goodwin laterally couldn't get. I would say if Aberdeen win, um, you know, the feeling up here at least is very much that, you know, that would substantially increase his chances of uh, getting the job uh, until the end of the uh, the season. Um, just looking at the game, though, you know, they seem to enjoy facing Hearts of Pataudry. They've got a very good record indeed against them. They've won uh, the last six uh, league meetings. If they make it seven, that would certainly reignite uh, the battle for third place and the financial rewards, of course, that go with it through European football, not to mention Barry Robson. Will he get it till the end of the season? If that happens, um, I think there's a pretty good chance that would happen, like I've just said. And The Jambos, though, you know, interestingly, they, they'll have that crushing 5-0 victory over the Dons uh, in January, to, you know, fresh in their minds. That'll give them plenty of positivity. But a, a, a really good start. They've yet to win a league match on the road in 2023, which is quite remarkable. Uh, yes, let's hear from both managers. Well, interim boss Barry Robson, then Robbie Nielsen. We know it's going to be difficult. Um, Robbie Nielsen, you know, terrific job at Hearts, good players, big club, hard game for us. But um, we've got a good record at home, so we need to try and take the game to them and we need to try and win the game. Um, is it going to be easy? No, it's not. We're going to, as I said, we're going to need to be one hundred percent to try and to try and get a result because they are where they are at the minute because that's how they've performed, and um, we need to go and try and um, catch them, or we need to try and get as close to them as we possibly can, and and um, and just perform at our best levels. That's all. We need well, to you know, it's a tight league. You know, you look at everyone, you know, from right across the play from the top to out with that. You know, everyone else is quite tight. You know, so we know that obviously there's been a change of manager in there, you know, a different one coming in, a bit of change of style of play as well. So, you know, we just have to deal with it. Yeah, I've known Barry for a number of years, you know, he's been up there for probably ten years now, you know, working in the background and until him second time now and he's doing very well. Cracker that one we have to say. We'll keep a close eye on Aberdeen Hearts at Pitsodre. What about Dundee United against St Mirren, the Jim Goodwin? Era David Friel yet again against one of his former teams as well And then St Mirren This week's all been about a, a sort of rebuild if you like Looking at the futures of Trevor Carson, Mark O'Hara Trying to build on what they've done already this season Yeah Gordon there's been a lot going on around this game It's just I'm kind of laughing I've been in here for about an hour And it's amazing to see the two teams Officials, managers, coaches, players all embracing each other It's all very very friendly But I think when that final, that first whistle goes I think they'll be kicking lumps out of each other to be perfectly honest with you yeah he spoke about St Mirren it's about the rebuild going forward but I think they also need points only one win in the last six games albeit two over against Celtic but Hibs are above them now Aberdeen are above them so I think Stephen Robertson will be hoping that Celtic get a result I think he'll be hoping Hearts get a result and that St Mirren can do their bit today as for United it's pretty self-explanatory Gordon they just need wins you know Jim Goodwin's first game defeat to Aberdeen he got the point at Levy which a decent point as I said earlier on you know, he's had 10 days on the, the training pitch with his players and I think he just needs to go and try and get a win here. Any any way will do, especially at home. I think United, if they've got any hopes of staying up, need to start getting points on the board. You know, this crowd will get behind them, but they can also turn as well. So I think it's a huge game for both clubs today. Yeah, and you look at the bottom of the table, I think Dundee United will clearly be hoping Livy do them a favour against Ross County, for sure. Uh, St Johnston against Kilmarnock as well. Let's hear from Jim Goodwin and Stephen Robinson. We've created enough chances, I think, in the last two games to give us that bit of hope that we can score goals um, you know what we have to do better is clean sheets you know we have to try and 
defensively as a as a team, not just as a backline. Uh, as a team, we have to be that little bit better, um, and you know, in those key situations, we have to uh, get back to that being hard to beat. And as you said, in the situation that we are in, the results are far more important than the performances. And if we were able to grind out. Uh, a really stuffy, uh, not very entertaining 1-0 win against St Mirren on Saturday, then I, I think I speak for everybody connected to the club that we would all take that. We've been lucky enough to see them twice now, against Livingston and against um, Aberdeen we went to. Um, at home, I thought they were very good. The, the crowd got right behind them early on, so we're going to have to deal with that. Obviously got a new manager, a little bit of a bounce in, in terms of picking up a point at Livingston. But um, there's no new players. It's a very similar side to what we faced um, early on in the season. You know, we won three 0 People said it was a terrific performance. It was an okay performance. The result was terrific. But we have to go with that again. The same kind of discipline. And we were ruthless on the day, which at times away from home we haven't been as ruthless. And we have to try and get that ruthless streak back again and and not concede any silly goals. St. Mirren are a good side, Roger Hanna, as we we know this season. But you know, at some point, Dundee United to state the obvious need to win football matches in a home game against a team that's, you know, it's not Celtic, it's not Rangers, as good as they are. It's just simply days like this that they're going to have to start winning at some point. Well, it is, because even before the split, Gordon, they've still got trips to Ibrox and Tynecastle to come, um, sorry, St Myrna, I should say, that you know, pushing for the top six. As for United, there was, I think, seven straight defeats before that draw at Livingston. So Jim Goodwin will hope that has stopped the rot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, their fixtures, they will look at a home game against St Mirren has just given them that opportunity. You know, Ross County away from home this afternoon. Kilmarnock, we don't know how they're going to bounce back from that devastating cup exit last Friday night at Inverness. So United will look at this as an afternoon that could maybe just ignite them again. Because it's where you start determining, Hugh, if the, the sort of early and mid-season talk, if that translates into something tangible at the end of the campaign. Like mm-hmm. I say, you, you just ask your general football fan, have St Mirren had a good season? The answer is yes. Yeah. So that, that's just the way it feels. But they sit there right on sixth. They're just in the top six and Livy are one point behind. Pretty simple If St Mirren drop out of that top six Finishing the bottom half that, that that then can't be considered a good season When it's all said and done So just Trying to get over the line Within the next couple of months Livy are astonishing You know In the week David Martindale said The average wage at Livy is £900 You know we, we live in a world of Players who are on exotic salaries At Celtic and at Rangers £900 a week The average player gets at Livy um, so it's their great credit that they're in this fight for the top six. Um, as I say, the, the whole week has been spent dissecting our premiership because of what the manager of Japan had to say about it. And I look around these games and it is so intriguing, the whole business. You know, all of a sudden, Mother will have lost today and if Kilmarnock or Ross County get a win today, they're only three points off Motherwell. So Motherwell are back in it. And Jim Goodwin is right He's rock bottom He doesn't care what it looks like It would be nice if it was a, a, a victory That was pleasing the eye But he couldn't care less What it looks like So long as Dundee United get three points Here's Derek McInnes Ahead of Kilmarnock's home game against St Johnston The level of support that we had last season Was, was terrific You know, It helped us get over the line When we first came in in January We were a, a club that were struggling to win games at home And it was going to be 
their, ne- their nemesis that we weren't going to get promotion unless we dealt with a home form and the fans were magnificent with that side. We now find ourselves at this stage of the season not at the top of the league as we were last year but at the bottom of the league uh, or towards the bottom of the league and it's important for us that it's the same outcome. We're all fighting for the same thing is to stay a Premier League club. I believe that by staying a Premier League club this turn around next season we can have far more scope the budget's um, strong. We have far more scope to put a team in the pitch that we can improve things. But for now, we're, I believe we're good enough to get the job done. I suppose, Fraser Wisher, if you are going to have a way form that's as bad as Kilmarnock's is in the league, not a single victory, you're then going to really have to make sure that your home form is absolutely watertight. Days like this, if you can't pick up wins on the road, you must get these ones right at home, surely, to have any survival chances. Yeah, and that just adds pressure to the players though and the supporters because they know that deep down they're not daft, they'll know how important these games are and I, I don't think Kilmarnock can stay up with such a poor away record, they're going to have to start picking up points from somewhere and this game, this game I said earlier on is so important I think against St Johnson because when you look at it in context of who they actually play next after the, the break, they've got uh, Kilmarnock play Hearts at home, Aberdeen away, Celtic at home and then St Mern away Simon have a fantastic home record themselves so this is a really really important game because the next two home games here are Celtic and Hearts they have to pick up the points I think Derek's recognised that quite often he's, he's criticised being a pragmatic manager but he's got Jordan Jones and, uh, on one side and Dan Armstrong on the other the midfield there the kind of wing backs if you like he's got Rory McKenzie just off two strikers he's seen in the public he needs a hero to step forward and I think the start around his chat was that he got six goals between all the kind of number nines this season so I think Derek knows how important this, this game is in the context of their, their entire season. They have to pick up the three points for me if they're, if they're going, to, going to stay off the bottom of the table. So I think he, he, Derek knows that, but it just shows you how strange a season could be because they've only scored 17 goals in 13 home games, but they picked up 22 points. So they're very strong and they're organised here. They know how to play in this pitch as well, but it's getting the goals at the other end. And if they could just get a couple of goals here today, what a lift it would give the club after last week's quarter-final defeat in Inverness. Yeah, absolutely. It remains to be seen what type of hangover there is from that. It certainly adds more pressure to a team and a manager if you go out the cup as well uh, as struggling in the league. So we'll see. We'll see very soon indeed, in fact, because just about five minutes to go until the three o'clock game. Some fantastic fixtures for you. Every team in the top flight playing on a Saturday afternoon how good is that we'll get them underway and go back to Celtic Park next number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard just about to kick off the three o'clock fixtures let's go back to Celtic Park and speak to Gabriel yeah you can hear the noise around me Gordon that is because Callum McGregor has just led the champions out onto the field they are facing him Burnian this afternoon aiming to re-establish their nine-point lead at the top of the league they're in red-hot form 13 wins in a row their best run under manager Ange Postacoglu 11 goals in their last three games they are really up for this one uh, Ange Postacoglu makes two changes to his side from last weekend I'll give you the 11 it's Joe Hart in goal a back four of Alice Johnson Cameron Carter Vickers Carl Stahlfeld and Greg Taylor Callum McGregor, Matt O'Reilly and Rayo Hatate in the middle of the park. Jota, Kyogo and Dazed Maida are up top. Bain, Abada, Turnbull, Kobayashi, O, oh, Summers, Bernabe, Haxabanovic and Ralston are on the bench. What about Hibernian uh, just taking their shape in front of me here? They'll be wearing their black away strip. It's a 5-4-1 formation for Lee Johnson's side. He makes three changes 
from the defeat to Rangers 10 days ago. Uh, David Marshall is in goal. Back five of Lewis Miller, Will Fish, Paul Hanlon, Lewis Stevenson and Marion Cabraya. James Jago, Jake Doyle Hay, CJ Egan Riley and Josh Campbell will play across the middle with Eli Yuan leading the line. The substitutes are Johnson, Haddon, Hop, Nisbet, Devlin, Henderson, McCurdy, O'McIntyre and Kukarevich. Uh, the referee here is Stephen McLean. Gavin Duncan is the VAR. Uh, Callum McGregor just about to join his teammates for the huddle before kickoff. Now the two meetings between this sides, uh, these sides already this year, of course Celtic have won both and they've scored 10 goals. The Hoops clearly like playing against the Leeds side. You've got to ask, will they run riot again here today or will Lee Johnson's men perhaps spring a surprise? You wouldn't bet on it, Celtic winning all games bar two so far this season. The rain is swirling around here in the east end of Glasgow, adding to quite a dramatic feel at Parkhead. Uh, Captain Callum McGregor just talking in the huddle at the moment. Referee Stephen McLean looking to get us underway at Parkhead. Kickoff is coming up next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Build Windows and Doors. Buy now, pay nothing till 2024. Been saying it all afternoon, but for good reason. It feels great to have six Premiership games on a Saturday afternoon. So much for us to get through. We already know that the gap at the top is six points because Rangers won 4 2 at Motherwell. But can Celtic respond this afternoon? How will the battle for Europe, the battle for third, be impacted by Aberdeen against Hearts? If Dundee United are going to stay in this division, surely they need to start doing something in games like this one at home to St Mirren. Kelly, same story for them really at home to St Johnston. And we've got Livy Ross County as well. So much to get through. Looking forward to it, Roger Hanna. Very much so, yeah It's over to Celtic now Rangers, they, they stuttered and stumbled a little bit For a, a while at Fir Park But they won the game, they scored four goals They've closed the gap to six points And it's over to Celtic to respond again And widen it to the nine points it's been at Since before the break for the World Cup Yeah, we've got plenty of goals in the first game I think more to come round the grounds I think there are some exciting games this afternoon Important games for managers and clubs um, I look at that Hibs team They're certainly going for that low block As the guys were touching on uh, It's up to Celtic to go and break them down They usually find the answers I just think we'll get plenty of goals today I just cannot believe that Lee Johnson believes that he can low block All day long against a team like Celtic So I've got to take Celtic to win I've got to take Aberdeen to beat Hearts That's my surprise <laughs> Dundee United and St Mirren a draw Kelly to lose to St Johnston and Livy to beat Ross County I'll go Celtic to win I can't see any other result at Parkhead this afternoon having seen Hearts last week I agree with Hugh Keevans I'm going to go for a home win for Aberdeen at Pitodre. I am going to take draw at Tannadice and United will get a point there I am going to go draw at Rugby Park and my googly today Ross County to win at Livingston wow it's a very hard one to predict correctly, but we'll go for it. Celtic, Hearts away. I think that St Mirren away. I think that Kilmarnock will beat St Johnston, and I think Livy will beat Roscoe. There we are then. First goal in Scotland comes down the leagues. We've got a couple actually. Kelty one man throws nil. Jamie Barjonas in the first minute, and then Airdrie won Peter Headnell. Gabriel McGill 
With two minutes on the clock Young there. Mr McGill Clearly inspired by Kenny Miller Giving him player of the week For mm. his hat trick last weekend exactly. For the Diamonds He's going well He's built on it And off he goes Right before we get distracted With important things Like goals and VAR And red cards And whatever incidents We're going to get this afternoon Let's get this up and running Hugh Okay. The first half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news And opinion online Oh. Let me stop you right oh. there Just because we've got one of these Goal flashes With Clydebilt Home Improvements It's Dundee United 1 St Mirren 0 And it's a cracking volley From Stephen Fletcher A huge game that down at the bottom For Dundee United And they've been given a dream start Thanks to their experienced striker Stephen Fletcher has put them in front well, he's the only striker they've got um, Dylan Levitt missing the match today as well uh, For Jim Goodman's side And that is just a wonderful start For them uh, A real shocker for St Mirren Don't score early Well, look what happened to Motherwell today They scored early, lost 4-2 But Jim Goodman will take the positives Special strike this one 22 yards, it's cleared out to him Flicks it and then volleys it into the, the bottom corner Roger, exactly what United would have been hoping for It's a major problem for David Freel He almost says the game's scrappy after mm. four minutes mm. And he's got a wonder goal after three minutes um, it, It's important for Stephen Fletcher You know, Hugh spoke earlier on about Kevin Van Veen's goals Keeping Motherwell out the relegation area um, You think Ross County have got goals From the likes of Brophy and White and Murray But if Dundee United are going to find the goals to stay up Stephen Fletcher is going to have play a big role in this And he's got a good start today yeah, uh, certainly got it in his locker. Not seen the goal, obviously. Just listening to you describing it, Gordon. Good, experienced player. Leads the line well. Jim Goodwin will be counting on him to get the goals to get them out of problems. What a start! We'll get to this teaser eventually. Another <laughs> one. Goal flashes with Clydebilt Home Improvements. And it's Aberdeen one Hearts nil. What a goal that could be in the battle for third. And it's that man Duke. What a signing he's been for all the negativity that surrounded Aberdeen at times this season. Don't think many can question that man's impact on the team. Aberdeen one Hearts nil. It was deflected uh, on the rebound after the keeper parried Shinny's ball in, and Duke puts Aberdeen in front against Hearts. Well, the Celtic fans keep moving closer to the radio when you say we've got another one. <laughs> And then they find out it's Dundee United. And then you see another goal and they move closer and they find out it's Aberdeen. Well, no no lesser authority than Willie Miller spoke through the week and told the Aberdeen fans to enjoy Duke while they can mm-hmm. because he believes he's so good he'll be destined for bigger things beyond this season. And an important goal, he scored a beauty at Tannadice, didn't he, Gordon, a couple of weeks ago, yeah. that little reverse oh. after the run back into the bottom corner. Big, big start in hearts. A horrible record at Petaudry. I don't think they've won there in their last six outings over seven years. Mm. Doesn't look good today. 12 league goals for the season now for Duke. He got a double, wasn't it, against Hearts earlier on in the season? It's raining goals in the Premiership. It's just raining so far at Celtic Park. Ange Postacoglu's got his hood up and he'll be hoping his team get in on the goal-scoring action very soon. We'll try it, Hugh. Let's do it before we get any more. Since 2019 and excluding old firm games Half a dozen players have scored two or more goals In a single domestic match against Celtic or Rangers Name them Since 2019 and excluding old firm games 
Six players have scored two or more goals in a single domestic game against Celtic or Rangers. Who are they? At Clyde SSB, you need to send us a tweet with all of the correct answers on it and you need to do it quicker than everyone else. That is the aim of the game on the first half teaser. So it's quite simple. Name the players in that time frame who've scored two or more in a single game Against Celtic or Rangers And it doesn't include the games against each other That's the way to think of it So pretty straightforward um, Have a think Get your answers over to us at Clyde SSB If you need to see the uh, see the question written down uh, We can see it there as well Great ball in there by Alistair Johnson But just no takers for Celtic It's not often that we get a few goals early on in the Premiership And Celtic aren't among them um, But I'm sure they will be looking to change that in the near future well, they've made a very promising start, clearly. Um, the, the way hymns are set up, that's what the game's all about. It's attack v defence. Uh, so, the team with 10 goal scorers and 11 goals in their last three games have got to find a way beyond the it's a, defence. It's a risky uh, tactic to come out with. I totally understand it, of course I do. But you've got to sit in there with everybody behind the ball for 90 plus minutes at Celtic Park. To me, you're asking for trouble. The thing about this is, and by the way, this will be the bit you can play back later if it does work for Hibs, because, mate, I don't know. Mm. There, there have been times, Roger, where there's a, there's a precedent set. You know that if you sit in against a team and you make life difficult for them, you can get results against them. Doing, this must be the real frustration for other Scottish teams. There is nothing to suggest that sitting in against a Celtic team works for you at home. No, but you can understand why Lee Johnson has adopted this tactic today because this season he's tried most other things and has ended up with nothing but disappointment. 6-1 on his last visit to Celtic Park when he tried to go toe-to-toe with Celtic. 4-0 at home defeat to Celtic 4-1 defeat to Rangers And last outing on their own patch So clearly he has adopted the Let's just sit in as deep as we can And as many numbers as we can Poor old Eli Ewan I think he's got the hardest shift In the Premiership this afternoon Up there with nobody near him And listen It's lasted for 7 minutes You just wonder how long they'll manage to resist Celtic Goals everywhere down the leagues I must say Scottish football the place to be Forfar one up on Annan Dumbarton one down at home To Albion Rovers And Alloa one up against Jim Duffy's Clyde Ross McKeever with the goal After 9 minutes Well he won beat the pundit last night He can't he have everything Nah exactly You've got to pick and choose And of course I'm just delighted to hear That last week passed without any Incidents between the two men It was Jim Duffy against Marvin Bartley He just drew the game, shared the spoils I mean Marvin got sent off, interestingly enough But that was nothing Mm. to do with Jim He just stood back and watched (laughs) But but happy for both of them Two good lovely guys So delighted that they got a point each Move on I'm I'm just impressed with this guy to the right of me I'm so used to sitting next to Mark Wilson And just watching the nonsense it writes down He He usually comes in with a holiday brochure Roger's in with every stat. Now we get some details here, but Roger's stats are fantastic. I'm going to ask you to do that next week for me, Roger. And have we look at a couple of things last night? And Hibernian yeah. hadn't won at Celtic Park I think since 2010. Laddie Danny Galbraith, remember yeah. Danny Galbraith yeah, yeah, yeah. scored a goal and added time at the end of the game. Oh. And I looked at when Hearts last won at Petodre. I think it was mm. seven years ago. You know who scored the winner? No. A player called Abiola Dowder. Now, Gordon Duncan 
calls me an anorak. Mm. Even this anorak couldn't remember Abiola Dowda. No, I'm struggling I, I had to Google him. Signed on loan during Robbie Nielsen's <clears> first <throat> spell at Hearts. He's a Nigerian centre forward in from Vitesse Arnhem. Scored a winner at Petodre and went home again. <laughs> I've got to say, that's Twice like here. an exciting night out with Hannah and Wisher. Wisher's already went hard fought game, low scoring game. He's already set the mantle, hasn't he? Airdrie two up against Peterhead A Craig Watson goal there on 10 minutes So very convincing start to that one As that league table would suggest it might be You have to say And the Bruni 1-0 up at Derby County Yeah, a Joe Wildsmith own goal For Fleetwood So there we go Still nothing doing then at Celtic Park um, There was a VAR check for a handball against St Johnston Ref didn't give it No penalty Um and Gordon Look it's only What are they 10 minutes in Celtic have started Exactly like they normally do So there's nothing yet To suggest that this won't um, Lead to a breakthrough At some stage Yeah maybe Just an afternoon For Celtic Just to be patient I know that Every Celtic fan Likes to get goals And attacking football But You don't realise How difficult it is To play when There's not a lot of space You've got the opposition Lying deep There's no ball over the top For the pace of Maeda and Jota And Kyogo So they've got to just Prop away And and move Move defenders Move midfield players Eventually wait for that gap Opening up And then the killer pass That scores the goals So it may just be an afternoon A bit of patience Till the first goal goes in Just looking around the grounds Dave Galloway quite rightly Crediting Duke with that Aberdeen opener After what Three or four minutes Gordon Under Clark's clean sheet didn't last long, did he? In his audition for the Scotland Gloves. <laughs> did not. Um, well, Hatati's down, and it looks like it wasn't an impact, so maybe it looks like a bit of a, a muscular issue. He may well shake it off, but we'll find out. I'm sure Celtic fans would be desperate. Um, and I don't think we're going to get the violin out for Celtic's squad being stretched just no, yet. No. Uh, it just so happens, though, that it is on a day that Aaron Moy and Tomoki Iwata um, are, are not available. But um, Ben Summers is. David Turnbull, is he still on the bench? Yeah, he, is, he is, yeah. He's not getting a lot of game time, Turnbull, is he? No. Uh, he's been no, down he's the pecking not. order a little bit. Terrific talent, good glad to bring on. And, you know, he knows how to play football, can get you the goals as well. So Didn't get on last week at Tyne Castle when I was there for mm, Super Scoreboard. Yeah, he's off. Rio Hitati's off. He's afternoon. A lot of talk about him this week about should he be in the Japan squad. He's in the form of his life. And he's gone off already Rio Hitati 12 minutes It looks like a calf to me And or? David Turnbull Has come on He's got yeah. his head Buried in his shirt His shirt over his head um, Maybe a calf Or hamstring issue It looks Something more in the back of the, of the top leg. of the leg He's holding Gordon for me I think that's a, a, a hamstring I really do But The good thing about it Maybe if there's a good thing About getting a, an injury Is He's got it he, He's, he's recognised it quickly you know, he's, he immediately felt that He went down He signalled to the bench right away um, So they can deal with that very, very quickly But that looks to me Being in football for a long time That looks like a hamstring problem Well, there's a fortnight to recover Because it's the international break now um, Although no one wants to see Hatati in any discomfort The Celtic fans certainly don't want to see that But um, we'll need to get Ange Postacoglu's verdict at time up I mean, It does look like one of those Roger where they're just taking no chances He's walked off relatively fine You know, There's not a, a major limp and this is where you become a body language expert Which certainly not But um, as Gordon says he seems to have felt it He's not tried to play on He's gone off, he's not carried off, he's not helped off 
So maybe the early signs would be it's just something that Celtic are not yeah, taking chances with. I'm sure with. Ange Postacoglu will use the word precautionary when he's asked about this by Gabriel after the game. Um, he does, even without Moy and Iwata, he does have the depth on the bench. You know, David Turnbull will come on. He's, he hasn't seen a lot of game mm. time, but he has been involved in a lot of games, you know, even if it's just 10 here, 15 there. Just not so, so much recently, though. Yeah, but he will feel he has a point to prove. Another one who didn't make the Scotland squad this week, probably down to lack of minutes mm. at club level. He will feel he's got a point to prove First effort for Hibs Egan Riley blazes over with a volley It was actually a decent play uh, From Hibs Celtic will look to not have that uh, Hatati Departure Throw them off too much Because it sometimes can do Gordon like we mm. said like Celtic It's going to take a lot more injuries than this For Celtic to not be Far and away overwhelming favourites For games like this you Yeah, know, It's yeah. a blow for sure You'd rather have Hitati But my goodness They've got for, a fair bit of strength and depth For me they, they lose one quality player They bring on another quality player Because I think Turnbull Has got so much to offer Gordon He's not had game time This is a big opportunity for him now You know sure. He's been sitting there He's been patient Frustrated Obviously Because he's not getting a lot of game time Get on the mm. pitch And, and make, make good of the you know the bad situation for Celtic we're losing Hatate early on but it's up to David Turnbull to say right I can fill in that role I can put myself forward here for a claim of a strip uh, and a start in a living so it's a big afternoon for him I've always wondered uh, you'll just come back with something smart like you were never a sub this is where I need Mark Wilson he was a sub yeah is it weird to come on so early because you're essentially you're, you're kind of doing the the full game job if you like mm -hmm. that, that your teammates are doing, but you've not had the, you've not done the exact same warm up as them. You've done something different. You've then gone and just sat down for what was it twelve minutes, and, and then you come on. Just wonder if it's is it different? Um, yeah. To, uh, to be fair, the pace of the game, it's not like it's end to end. He, he'll get his 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 time to sort of uh, just blend into the game the pace of it if you come on and it's 15 minutes and it's up and down and all of a sudden you're trying to get that second win to get you into the game it does become a bit of dif uh, difficulty because of the passing the movement everything but I think Turnbull um, he'll settle into this game middle of the part they'll dominate most of the ball so no I think he'll be fine after 14-15 um, minutes Starfelt's hit the bar it was a Matt O'Reilly corner and the Swedish defender met it but sees his effort come back off the woodwork. So um, Celtic looking to take the lead early on. Hearts are coming into things a bit more at Pitodri. Roger, you'll be pleased to know error one up <sighs> against you, the Ackies in South Lanarkshire. Is it your favourite player? No, it was not. No? Um, Behic has hit one wide um, for Dundee United as well. Change of formation today, Dan's 4-3-3. For air? Yeah. Yeah, they were disappointing. I thought they got off to a great start. What, a, what an opportunity for Lee Bullen to be up there in the lights beside my name. <laughs> you know what I mean? He would have been held up there like me for years to come to get to a semi-final, maybe even get to a final. Unfortunately, he falls at that hurdle. Many have tried, many have failed. But I thought <sighs> they I thought they should have gave themselves a better opportunity. 1-0 up. Akinyemi, I think, has got to score at a far post. That would two 0 but all credit and congratulations to Falker John McLean. Good header. It was a good header that from Carl Starfield. He stooped and he just didn't quite get the the angle on it that he was looking for. It skips up off the top of the bar and goes away to safety from a Hibs perspective. They then tried to play it from the back and no shock to see Dyson Maeda all over it and stifles it and it goes out for another goal kick. So still takes still on the front foot. Yeah, it's a livelier game than you might have anticipated because Hibs had had their chances 
Um, they're not just parking the bus. The bus occasionally leaves the garage. Uh, so, lively stuff. The problem is, when you set up like this, you'll need to have a, a, a plan B, Hugh, because if you lose a goal, and it's maybe before half time, what do you do? Just keep sitting in until, or do you change to the plan B, thinking, right, we need to get ourselves up the pitch a little bit more, or we're just going to lose more? Mm. The first goal at Celtic Park will be so, so important. The good, the good thing for David Turnbull, you're asking about coming on early as a substitute. The one good point from today is he'll miss the Celtic warm down. I was astonished last week, Gordon. <laughs> Normally, when a final whistle goes in a game on a Saturday, I need to dash down the stairs to interview the manager. And last week, it Tynecastle Gabriel went down and I sat in the open line and I got to watch the Celtic warm down which is as vigorous and as energetic as I've ever seen Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements This could be a big old afternoon at the bottom Kilmarnock have taken the lead Kelly 1 St Johnston nil. Kyle Vassell as things stand you would have Kilmarnock Cutting Motherwell's lead over them to just three points You would have done the United Going level on points with Ross County There's a long way to go in these games But big moves are happening all around the Scottish Premiership Well I don't recall Derek McInnes being involved In a relegation dogfight in his managerial career um, But he certainly is this season And the result against Inverness Cali Thistle in the Scottish Cup Was as the... Oh, hold on Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements And it's another for Aberdeen Aberdeen 2 Hearts 0 Oh and now there's a VAR check On the Kilmarnock goal Is it going to stand? We will find out But it's the Duke again A double A header for him Duke in wonderful form uh, And he scored again for Aberdeen oh. what, a, what a difference from that 5-0 yeah. at Tynecastle The last time the sides met Which basically started that week That cost Jim Goodwin mm. his job yeah, I have to stand corrected. I said earlier they got a double against Hearts at Pataudry earlier this season. It was just one. I think he set up the other one. Um, but he does have his double this afternoon. But a big blow if the commander goal didn't stand. Well, it, it might not because Chris Graham's going across to the screen. So oh. whatever it's for, that tends to suggest he's going to overturn it. Huge save, David Marshall. Uh, there was actually a bit of a delay um, because Carl Starfelt was the latest to go down injured. But then after that, Jota's ball in. Kyogo with the chest. And then a good save... Um, for David Marshall So Celtic pressing But nothing yet uh, And Yuan Was booked for that uh, Challenge No goal Kilmarnock have oh. not Taking the lead Kyle Vassell's goal Does not stand It is goalless Between Kelly and St Johnson Well I was about to say That the display against the Inverness Cali Thistle In the Scottish Cup Was spineless uh, And that was a good start But now they have to Gather themselves again Because that's a real blow For Derek McInnes And all concerned with Kilmarnock You look at Kelly's next three as well Hugh And it just amplifies the importance of today Because the next three Hearts, Aberdeen and Celtic Yeah You know it, it, It's a difficult run of fixtures for Kilmarnock I noticed Chris Boyd discussing the plight of his former club In his column in the Scottish Sun this yeah. morning I think there are genuine worries down there That having come back into the Premiership They could disappear back into the Championship so You get back to Celtic Park, Gordon And the chance for Kyogo Could save say, David Marshall nah, nah, I think he's got to score With his chest? I think he's got to hit it I don't know why mm -hmm. he's chesting it I have no idea mm -hmm. why he's trying to chest that into the back of the net Put your head on that and let's go all day long I'm not trying to tell Kyogo How to score goals But 
I mean, it sounds like you are, which is right fine. Now, that's, uh, that's what you're right here now, for. Right now, I am, because... I would be disappointed as a centre forward not to put my head in that and put that in the back of the net. I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know if he's reacted too late to it. That's a, that to me, for him, with his class, that is a sitter for me. Are you in agreement? Yeah. yeah, I think it's an absolute sitter. And like uh, Gordon, I have no idea why he decides to chest the ball. Um, but David Marshall, very fine Celtic goalkeeper in his time. Uh, is now defying Celtic uh, in what is a, a highly entertaining game yeah. at Celtic Park. It's sort of one-way traffic. Now you have to see O'Reilly now with a glancing header. Uh, doesn't fully connect. Much as I'm enjoying my Saturday afternoon in here with you gentlemen, I'm already looking forward to Monday night where I'll need to take issue with my dear colleague Andrew Halliday because if things don't change at Pataudry, oh. that's four defeats out of five for Hearts. It's not really third place mm. in the league form. Well, that's if he gets allowed to come and do the show if this <laughs> game gets much worse. Another big save, David Marshall, this time from Jota. So Celtic really going for it, but no breakthrough yet. They're knocking at the, the door. They're knocking at the door, and I think the door will open very soon. If Hibs don't start defending a little bit better and try and get up the pitch, that's a good opportunity. Just mistimed the header. That was the O'Reilly one first, of course. Yeah. Um, but the teaser, Hugh, how's that looking? Well, the question is, since 2019, and excluding old firm games, six players have scored two or more goals in a single domestic game Against Celtic or Rangers Name them hey, Come on keep the guesses coming We can do more on this teaser At Clyde SSB Who are the six Derek wants to throw in The likes of mm, Not too many wrong answers Doing the rounds actually uh, We got another Oh Ewan's been sent off For Hibs It's a straight red Oh no you got Did he get booked for the tackle Yeah he got booked yeah. Starfelt oh, Tackle on Starfelt Well this one can't be overturned then There'll be no VAR But he clattered Cameron Carter-Vickers and that if you're Hibs you don't need that 22 minutes gone two bookings for your striker and he gets sent off and Lee Johnson will be scratching his head because nothing you can do now and that's the game plan made even harder interesting to see what he does now because Eli Ewan was the only player resembling a forward in that Hibernian lineup this afternoon does he now push Josh Campbell to centre forward or does he take off one of the more defensive players? He has got options in the bench there. The likes of Kevin Nisbet, Harry McCurdy, Big Kukarevich. He's, he's got options there, but it'll be interesting to see how he responds to this yeah, red card. It's just a high boot from Ely Ewan. He's fallen back. He'll, he'll feel hard done by, and there will be others who, who would be quite right to point out that that, that possibly is a booking as well. You can kind of see that, from, that one from both yeah, sides. Yeah, it's very, it's very disappointing for a lad, I've got to say. He's trying to lean into Carter Vickers, he's trying to be strong, he falls back, puts a leg up in the air. Carter Vickers is getting in there to win the ball. Ah, come Car- Carter Vickers. D- it's almost a diving header from him, Hugh. He stoops. I think I, I think, think you can call it, that unlucky. Hugh. Yeah, yeah. You can. You can call that unlucky. Yeah, I always apply one rule of thumb. If it happened to a Celtic player, uh, the Celtic fans would have said that's a ridiculous decision. However, well, it's, a, it's a strange one now because Hibs now have Motherwell in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Motherwell don't have Callum yeah. Slattery because of two bookings, the second of which was debatable to say the least. And now Hibs won't have Eli Ewan because of two bookings, yeah. the second of which was the debatable. The only thing I will say, Roger, is he puts himself into that position because he's first tackle on Starfelt, which he doesn't have to make. 
It was a silly, silly tackle for a forward. He doesn't have mm. to make it. Well, the same could be said about Slattery. You yeah. either, either deserve to be sent off or you don't. Yeah. Do you know? no, I'm just saying he puts himself in that position that the next one, he's not getting the benefit of doubt. Mm. I, I, feel, I feel sorry for him. I really do. I, 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 Carter Vickers isn't up moaning about yellow cards or anything like that. I just... Look, the game's changed now. Well, the bottom line is you've got more than an hour to play with 10 men against 11 of Celtic and that makes a tall order a gigantic order there's a big goal in the championship as well Queen's Park nil Inverness 1 Daniel Mackay another goal at Pataudry now either we've got a proper game and Hearts are back in it well this is getting nasty for Robbie Nielsen Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements and it is the latter It's a header from Pollock Aberdeen lead Hearts by three goals to nil A quarter of the way through this game Hugh Keevans Well it pushes uh, Barry Robson Towards the manager's job um, You know, Initially they can afford to leave him there Until the end of the season And then make a decision Or they may decide that uh, It's better all round to be positive And bring him in uh, especially off the back of what will be a tremendous result But for Robbie Nielsen it's all gone pear-shaped Lost to Celtic in the league Lost to Celtic in the cup And now Aberdeen who've had a worrying season Are ripping them apart Not a very good start for um, Hearts up at Dinkers I've got to say You'd say that game's put to bed already Before half time Unless something Incredible, dramatic yeah. happens Dave did say at the big, uh, top of the show that, uh, you know, if Barry Robson can get a few results, they might just go with him. I think they've got to. I think they've got perfect opportunity. Sit back, take their time, don't rush into it. Barry Robson's getting victories for them. And you never know, at the end of the season, they might give him it permanently. He's get, well, that's it. Why rush into anything? I mean, if the man's getting you results and you're moving in the positive direction... Uh, you don't need to rush well, What he's doing is He's buying Alan Burrows A bit of time yeah. When he searched for the new manager You know There was talk of Chris Wilder again Alan Burrows I think Wanted to speak to him And then he took the Watford job So that set Aberdeen back a little bit I don't think Barry Robson will be the next manager of Aberdeen Because I think Alan Burrows and Dave Cormack Want to make more of a statement Appointment yeah. Rightly or yeah. wrongly But what Barry Robson is doing is He's showing yeah. people That he's very capable And who's to say he won't get a job somewhere very soon. There was soon. a bit of a delay to that third Aberdeen goal. They checked it, but it has been given. So it is 3-0 to Aberdeen at home to Hearts. Quite incredible. At Wraith Rovers 2, Cove 0. Lewis Vaughan, Hamilton Ackies 0. Air 2, Sam Ashford with the goal. Um, and just read the question again, Hugh, because we were trying to go through wrong answers. We need to try and get some more people to get on this podium. Since 2019, and excluding old firm games, six players have scored two or more goals in a single domestic game against Celtic or Rangers Name them And Lots of people are getting close but <clears throat> Stephen McCarra has thrown in the likes of Eamon Brophy He's not there Flo Camberry Not there Okay, so we can rule those out if that helps you um, In any way, helps you move in the right direction uh, Alan Lappin wants to go for Kyle Lafferty He's not there either Right okay Hopefully that helps you then If you were stuck in between A, a couple Gordon DL's Showing me one name On his page That he's got right That's good No no I've, um, got, I've got a few Have you got others? Yeah Do you want them? Uh, no not right now If you don't mind Okay um, So just to recap Where we're at Celtic are up against 10 men now Because Ewan's been sent off For Hibs But still no breakthrough It has been all Celtic In an attacking sense 
Uh, Aberdeen are now leading Hearts by three goals to nil. Dundee United still one up at home to St Mirren. And it's Killy nil, St Johnston nil. Killy thought they had taken the lead, um, but the goal was ruled out. Well, it's like a strange day at Celtic Park. You know, it's 11 v 10. You and, I think, harshly sent off. Uh, Hatati off because of injury. Turnbull on, but not making an impact. Uh, David Marshall has had one or two terrific saves in his goal, but it's it just, it's not, Celtic are not firing as they normally do. I said earlier, Hugh, they have to be patient. This is an afternoon that you're up against a Hibs team that another bro- save this time from Kyogo it doesn't feel like a different performance it just seems like they haven't scored, scored yet yeah, I think I think they've had great opportunities to score Kyogo should have definitely scored with one he tried the chess O'Reilly I think it was O'Reilly arrived in the box great run I think he's got to do better with the header so now they're creating chances there, there was an O'Reilly shot to the check to quick handball claim after that but it is play on so nothing doing uh, there want to hear from Michael Beale, yeah. shall we? Why not? Um, here's what he had to say then. He's been reflecting on a 4-2 victory at Fir Park, talking about the game. He's got no complaints with the first goal. Why should you? You kind of have to trust the offsides, but I'm taking a look at Twitter and appreciate not everyone can do that, uh, which is fine. So here's what he had to say. Slow start. Obviously, the first attack they had down our left side, which they targeted. Uh, I thought we dealt with after that, but they targeted it and they got in down the side. It's a really tight call, um, but I am someone who, 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 if it is tight, I prefer it to go in the forwards' favour. So obviously, VAR have deemed it's, it's onside, so no problem. We had to respond. I thought we was in control the whole game. It's just our quality in the first half, certainly on our crossing, was really poor. Probably should have gone in at half-time 2-1. Fashion's had a big chance off of the rebound off of um, John Lunson. Really good free kick from uh, James, obviously. But we spoke about our quality and speeding up our play in the wide areas and our running. And straight away at the start of the second half, you saw that. I think Tav takes the 1v1 on. It's a great cross. Fantastic header from fashion. We uh, shoot ourselves in the foot, should we say, on the uh, on the corner. But again, we responded well. And I suppose the only frustration today, similar to away uh, against Hibs, is we should be scoring more, you know, in the same way at Hearts. But we're scoring threes and fours away from home. It's not an easy thing to do. Um, but we're capable of, of, of getting two or three more goals today. I thought at the end there, if we're a little bit more ruthless, that was that was what would have happened. Well, there's a fair summation. I, I think if he scored four goals away from home, cut the lead to six, Celtic have yet to score at Celtic Park. You've done your bit for the day. It's now up to Hibs to see if they can do you a favour or the Celtic eventually break down the Hibs defence and we're back to where we started I thought it have went the other way um, I'm surprised that I can understand because I watched the Hibs game at Easter Road and I thought they were terrific that night and they could have scored double the four but I think the, you're looking at a team that's going away from home and they're losing two today as well they're losing goals I would look you're capable of scoring three and four with the quality you've got I'd be more concentrating saying I'm looking for more clean sheets that's where I thought he'd go down. I know he's disappointed with the goals. I know he's pleased with the goals he's scoring. But you can't keep going away uh, from home or anywhere and losing two two goals to opposition yeah. and knowing that you can score three and four. But um, I thought it was a pleasing performance for Rangers today, especially second half. I thought they were in total control. Of it. And I thought 
once again a guy that comes in for a lot of criticism on this show the captain Tavernier stood up when it was time to stand up and led by example with his free kick and got Rangers back in the game and they went on to get a valuable three points What did you make of Michael Beale's assessment there Roger? Yeah I think it's fair listen it's easy to you know speak like that when you've won the game 4-2 um, I think there will be aspects of the performance he's not happy with they are still conceding too many goals they do still look too fragile at the back at times um, Kevin Van Veen looked as if he was going to get joy out the Rangers centre halves every time he went up the park for a period in the game but the positives for Rangers are four goals again on the road they looked as if they could have scored more you know as Dan said earlier on after the four at Easter Road Michael Bale said it could have been eight you know it could have been six this afternoon they always look a threat but they'll need to tighten things up at the back uh, I don't think it will get the headlines But top of the table Dumbarton are 3-0 Down at home To Albion Rovers After 32 minutes That's that, quite a result That's an early one For my result of the week Note that down And I'll mm. repeat it On Monday night Gordon Now Stuart Kettlewell Was not as understanding About offsides He felt Sakala's Was was offside And shouldn't have stood um, The lines on On the the pitch showed just like it did for Motherwell's opener that Sakala was on and that the goal was good, but Stuart Kettlewell has issue with it. This is where it's important for me to say it. I'm not calling anybody out here. I'm genuinely asking for clarity on it. The the pictures that I've seen for the offside goal, um, the, which is the third goal and a, a really important one at a big time in the game, um, it looks to me as if our player is the blue line, which is Dan Casey, which is behind the red line which is Sakala so again you'll understand the, the frustration from the pictures I've seen um, is the calibration of the camera and the lines and all that sort of stuff which is probably beyond my uh, my knowledge but you know with conversations with guys at the football club we never berated a referee we never berated a fourth official we're not hammering the system here in any way but it's a big goal at a big time in, in a game that I felt that we were, we were doing pretty well in um, and from that there's, there's a degree of frustration from what I've seen and it looks at Sakala's offside from the lines um, but again I'll stand corrected if someone comes to me and tells me no in actual fact it's it's definitely it's definitely onside which it doesn't look like to me just now Cal- Calibration's what you need <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and it, look, uh, by the way Livia won up in Ross County Joel Nubley uh, with the goal there I say no matter what team it is Roger so it would be hypocritical of me to, to change my, yeah, my stance I, like I, I would I'm, love there to be, and there might be a you can never say for sure I'm surprised at that Because to me You just have to, the, you have to trust the, it Don't you The offside lines Are a statement of fact It's not subjective It's a statement yep. of fact And You know There was one When either side That were very close I think at the time That Kevin Van Veen scored In the first couple of minutes We all thought it was offside Apart of, from you Not all of us <laughs> But it was very very tight And the second one Was very very tight So If Stuart Kettlewell Is getting himself agitated About the second one then you know <laughs> yeah. why not get agitated about the first one? Um, you need to put your trust. I think it doesn't matter who you are. Again, you need to put your trust even, in the technology. You know, I'm still getting people sending me this right picture, still pictures saying, "Look at the lines on the pitch. Do everyone a favour, right? Forget about the grass. Forget about what the groundsman has done with his lawnmower because it, it will not help anyone." Um, Oh, what have we got here Oh this might be A Hibs penalty Referee's going over To the monitor uh, Nobody knows what for Starfelt Starfelt Handful of jersey uh, I think it's a penalty Yeah well if he's gone over um, Stephen McLean Then it tends to end this way um, He's got his old He had his hand in the earpiece A moment or two ago And he's gone over To have a look So we probably are Looking at Hibs penalty here There's been some big calls already Because remember Hibs are down to 10 men They went down to 10 men Very early on 
uh, in the game. Goes and, for uh, nothing, Gordon. I watched Chris Maguire penalty. Uh, Carl Starfelt pulled the shirt of Paul Hanlon, and penalty given. <laughs> Can he have any complaints? Not at all. No, I baffles the life out of me what he's doing that for. Honestly, he's a centre half. He's got him where he wants him, and he just gives away oh, a cheap penalty. It's all okay. happening. Hold on. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvement. Kilmarnock have taken the lead. We think this time, assuming this one doesn't get taken back, either Joe Wright, it was a deep Jordan Jones free kick at the back post, Livy are 2 0 up on Ross County, and let's not forget we've got a penalty to Hibbs at Celtic Park. Carl Starfelt had the shirt number right on the number four of Paul Hanlon. He had a hold of it for a bit too long for the referee's liking. Three players round him there, he's in absolutely, and, and I think it's a Taylor in front wins yep. a header. So uh, what is Starfelt even thinking of there? Well, he's a bad player for me. Uh, he's always got a b- big mistake in him. You have regular calls from Celtic uh, supporters who acknowledge the fact that he is in football parlance a bomb scare, uh, and he's given away. Oh, well, utterly, well, I think we've got more that stick up for him. To be fair, yeah. Well, but he's given away an absolutely needless penalty kick. Celtic with eleven men, Hibs with ten. This has dafty written all over it. Josh Campbell steps up from the penalty spot at Celtic Park. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Sends the goalkeeper the wrong way, and it's Celtic nil. Ten man Hibs won with 39 minutes gone at Celtic Park. Well, you wouldn't have to look very far for the result of the weekend if this stayed the way it is at the moment. But you know, there's no point in going on about the number of chances that Celtic had and the saves that David Marshall uh, has pulled off. They didn't take any of the chances and I, the, the centre-back, Starfelt, has been guilty of the most horrendous lack of intelligence in the penalty box. I mean, players know they're under surveillance here with the VAR cameras. How on earth do you think you're going to get away with that? Yeah, and a day of silly decisions by players. Uh, Callum Slattery, Eli yeah. Ewan, to name yeah. but two. I think Carl Starfelt has maybe just won the watch. I sometimes get um, an instinctive thing, Gordon. You know, if it's if it's if you feel a player's really getting away from you, and you almost you panic and you mm-hmm. think, "What? Well, I need to hold him." Yeah. It, it just doesn't strike you as being one of those that you wonder what the panic was from from Carl Starfelt. They felt they need to hold on to the shirt. That's why I say it's such a ridiculous decision that he's made because Greg Taylor wins if the original header clears the danger. There's also, I don't know if, who the other Celtic player was, there were three Celtic players round Hanlon. Mm. He's not getting near that ball. So Starfelt does not need to even touch him. He's gone where he wants him. He's man-marking him. He's running towards Taylor. Taylor heads away. Danger over. And he just gives Hibs a lifeline. Well, Unbelievable. I remember Paul Hanlon opening the scoring for Hibernian last season in the League Cup final and it became the Kyogo show. I think Celtic might need their top scorer to find the route to goal again, Gordon. Well, if it was getting to half-time 1-0, then there'll be an atmosphere inside Celtic Park that is highly unusual because Rangers have won earlier in the day. The gap is staying at six points unless Celtic can find two goals. Uh, an astonishing turn of events, especially for a 10-man team. To be one up mm. against a Celtic side who 
I'm not mm. playing as well as they can. So far, as we said this earlier, you get these big moments scored, mm. and Hibs haven't. Hibs didn't carve out that goal or create the goal. It was a throwing. It was a throwing into the box that Carl Starfield pulls a shirt. You know, there's no. There's no sign of, of any danger and now Celtic find themselves behind. Yeah, it, it seems to be one of those first 40-odd minutes. They lose Hatate with a, an injury. will be interesting to see how serious that is. There was absolutely no danger there. They're down uh, 10 men hibs. Celtic controlling it. We were talking about missing the chances. They give away a penalty. Mm. I still think, especially with the substitutions that uh, Postacoglu can use, I still think Celtic in our 45 plus minutes will certainly certainly turn this round. The one thing that you have to say, Roger, because I'm sure some Celtic fans will point this out, maybe not to say that Carl Starfield did nothing wrong, but there is still a frustration out there about shirt pulls because they don't all get given. No, they, 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 they just listen, don't. You're absolutely right. They don't all get given. Um, I think, take this in isolation, it's a penalty kick. He's got so much of the shot in the hand. He's pulling him back. He's preventing him getting proper contact with the header. Um, it's not dissimilar. I saw one at Livingston when the Rangers were there a few weeks ago. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Morelos was pulled by James Penrise. And at the time, just watching it live, I thought, that's a penalty kick. And David Dickinson didn't give it. It went to VAR and the penalty kick was given. This time, all credit to Stephen McLean. He, he, you know and, and the officials They've got it right for me Two weeks ago mm. Celtic were at St Mirren O Was clearly pulled back By a St Mirren defender That went to a check as well Although there was absolutely No need for a check It was a stonewall penalty yeah. And Celtic were the recipients That day They are The victims this afternoon Well what an afternoon It's turning out to be But I suspect There will be more twists In the tail yet Let's round off this Hugh Before we go any further The first half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news And opinion online Since 2019 and excluding old firm games, six players have scored two or more goals in a single domestic game against Celtic or Rangers. They are Lauren Shanklin, Martin Boyle, Jamie McGrath, Lewis Ferguson, Liam Donnelly and Sam Cosgrove. Good effort. If you got all of those, you know your stuff. Believe me, that was tough. Well done to Bailey, 900 in third place. Hyperbolic pessimist in second place. Oh. And Derek was the winner. Well done to you, Derek. You were the quickest by a fair distance, I believe. So well done to you. And we'll have a Who Am I a bit later on in the show. I noticed 2-0 Livingston, Nicky Devlin. Yep. Adding a second goal at home to Ross County. And I noticed what a day at the top of League Two. Dumbarton 4-0 down at home to relegation threatened Albion Rovers and that's opened the door for Stirling Albion 1-0 up at Stranraer who scored the goal Gordon? It was Jack Leach a second week in a row my brother-in-law have mentioned it before I had him round for Sunday dinner last week just my wee pep talk mm-hmm. and I think it's obviously worked I mean he had scored the last minute winner the day before right enough so we had him here good boy pep talk, but... do, you, do you get this level of excitement with Mark Wilson in on a Saturday? Well, it varies. It depends what yeah. mood him and Gordon Deal are in. Uh, I must admit. You missing him, does? No, no. I know he's away somewhere in his jollies. Uh, probably sitting just now having a, a nice lunch as you'd normal. I mean, Nizzy's on, not happy. He wants a steward's inquiry because of Jamie McLaren's hat trick against Rangers, but it was out with that time frame, wasn't it? That was prior to 2019. Well, well before. 
Um, so sorry, Nizzy. No stewards inquiry. Your man Louis Moult was in my list, but I think that was too early as well. Um, oh yeah, the, mm. against Celtic at Celtic Park. Yeah. Oh, 2015, I think. Or Rangers yeah. in the cup semi final. Uh, oh, that's true. I didn't. I, I thought it was only league games. No, but you're quite right. You are quite right indeed. Uh, right, half times are starting to go round about the country. Three added at David Friel's game, which is Dundee United St Mirren. Uh, Dundee United scored the first goal of the Premiership. Uh, certainly in the three o'clock games, we've not heard anything on top of that. So still one nil there. We expect heading towards the break. Kilmarnock look like they'll take a lead into the break, and um, Hearts will certainly take a lead into the break. Marvin Bartley, the Palmerston Pep, Queen of the South, won Falkirk nil at the break. Oh. What a good result that would be. And um, so most surprising of all, ten man Hibs look set to take a lead into the break at Celtic Park. But there are going to be eight additional minutes. At the end of the first half, there was an injury to Hitati, an injury to Starfelt, there was a red card for Hibs, a penalty, VAR check, so oh. eight minutes all in. Looks like there could be an additional eight hours and Celtic wouldn't score in the first half, so um, there'd be a strange atmosphere when the, the whistle eventually blows if Hibs are still one up. Ten man Hibs mm. against sure. a Celtic team who are misfiring They're, all over the place. They definitely are. Dropping below their usual levels But if you think of that Kyogo chance and so on Does that look like a team That's not going to score When you say they could play For another 8 hours I mean that tends to That usually suggests to me A team that isn't Getting in areas You know I, I, I said before the game started That Celtic had amassed Such staggering stats That you wondered how This could possibly come to an end Well Football does throw up Daft days And the Initial loss of Atati then a red card for Hibs, then a penalty for Hibs, and Celtic are misfiring. And it will be a very strange atmosphere during the interval at Celtic you Park. You've seen the difference, Hugh, that Rangers at Fur Park this afternoon. Very flat first half, come out, second half, started great. Postacoglu, he's got the changes mm. there if he wants to make them. I think that's a big ask for Hibs to hold on. Half time, Kelly, let's go and speak to Fraser Wishart. Yeah, half time. Kamarat once at Johnson Nil, you're here. Beside me, all the Kamarat fans on their feet applauding their team because they've been absolutely terrific. And the only surprise here is they're only one up. Totally dominated the game, chance after chance. They found Remy Matthews and St. Johnson goal in good form. They'd have a sell goal disallowed by VAF for handball by the big striker. Finally got their goal through centre-back Joe Wright. All the chances in this first 45 were for Kelly. Early the fourth minute, young David Watson, long throw fell to Lewis Mayo. His brave header was held on the line by Matthews. And Dan Armstrong came close, a 20-yard free kick deflected off the wall, pushed away bravely at his post by Matthews in. The free kick after good work was by David Watson, who was fouled by Liam Gordon. Armstrong blazed over, but the youngster Watson would be very, very impressive on his full debut. Dodge had a half chance, space in the box, took the extra touch to allow Considine to make the tackle. In the 19th minute, did the ball in the net. Armstrong header was pushed over by Matthews, really good save. And from Armstrong's corner, the ball wasn't cleared by St. Johnson. Loose ball fired into the net by the cell celebrations but then the dreaded VAR check and Chris Graham sent to the side by Mike Ronconi the VR referee went to the screen and disallowed it we think for handball by the cell in the act of scoring 28th minute almost the opener for Kelly Brown with a short pass back with his head Armstrong got his toe to the ball it dribbled agonisingly wide for the Camargue supporters just an inch or two going across the goal they finally did get the goal in the 38th minute a deep Jordan Jones free kick I think it was misjudged by Remy Matthews it looked like he actually left the ball thinking it was going out for a goal kick but Joe Wright had other ideas he came in at the back post to turn the ball into the net from close range only shot that St Johnson had right on half time the ball cut back to Milker Halberg 
and he blazed over from 16 yards. If hardly been in the game, Calm Davidson's so unhappy. He's already made one substitution, Brown off and McLennan on. And I wouldn't be surprised if he was so poor if he made another couple at the break. But Dan McInnes, more of the same for him. Next goal here, critical. Kamarnock 1, St Johnson 0. Half time at Tannadice, David Friel. Half time, Gordon Dundee United 1, St Mirren 0. And it's a Stephen Fletcher wonder goal that's put United ahead at the break. By my reckoning, the former Scotland striker now has 180 goals for club and country. He's been a prolific striker over the years, but I don't think he'll have scored many better than this one in his long career. Only three minutes had gone when he picked up a clearance 22 yards out, took a perfect touch, and then arrowed a volley into the bottom corner. Trevor Carson is a really good goalkeeper for St Mirren, but he had no chance. It was a magnificent strike from Fletcher. He's 35 now, and it summed up a really good start from United. Fletcher caused problems, winning flick ons, getting in the end of things, as he's Behich was also really unlucky with a, a drive. After the first 20 minutes, Lincoln Mun came into it a bit more, they had a lot of pressure, but not too many chances. Curtis made an opening in 24 minutes as well, if it was easily gathered by Mark Berigiti. They threatened from set pieces, but so United and Fletcher almost grabbed a second. I think Jim Goodwin will be the happier manager, Stephen Robinson not so much, but Goodwin doesn't have many attacking options on the bench, and you would expect St. Mun to come on strong in the second half. They'll be kicking down the Tandy slope, but it's half timed and United won, St. Mun nil. Could be a big day that for Dundee United. No other half-time scorelines to tell you about yet. Six minutes added at Pataudry. Eight minutes added uh, at Celtic Park. And lots of delays there. And remember, Celtic are trailing in that one to 10-man Hibs. So still no half-time whistle there. Has it gone at Livy yet? I think it's 2-0 to Livy at the break against Ross County. So no. County would be the big, uh, the big losers, if you like, at the bottom today if that was to stay uh, the way it is because Kelly are winning, Dundee United are winning, Motherwell of course did lose earlier but they had that extra cushion um, and it is half time at Pataudry, Dave Galloway Half time Aberdeen at 3 Hearts nil. a great start by the home side, good work by Shinny his driven cross was parried out by Clark and Duke's effort on the rebound took a deflection on its way in it was 2-0 after 21 minutes and it was Duke at the double, a lovely glancing header from Pollock's cross, Smith last one over from the edge of the box at the other end after Civic and Shanklin set him up but Aberdeen made it 3-0 on 28 minutes, Clarkson swung in a dangerous free kick which was converted uh, by a, a thumping header uh, from uh, Pollock um, frustration in the hearts ranks uh, it was highlighted when Shanklin got booked for a, an off the ball flare up uh, with Pollock the visitors carved out uh, a chance from a corner but Hill's header flew over the bar they have tried hard to come back into things but the Dons are well in command to the delight of a big home crowd it's been fast and furious and at the interval it's Aberdeen 3 hearts nil. what a scoreline that is Hugh Keevans well it's bizarre uh, but a great result Or a great scoreline For uh, Barry Robson This uh, cements him as favourite for the job They will wait till the end of the season Because there's no need to rush into anything But as Roger highlighted earlier on This is four defeats in the last five for Hearts The wheels have come off And uh, for Robbie Nielsen These are worrying times He's got a tremendous injury list And that hasn't helped of course But no one expects Hearts This is a 3-1 defeat at Celtic Park Followed by a 3-0 defeat to Celtic at Tynecastle And now they're 3 down by half time That's 9 goals conceded in 2 and a half games And it doesn't help Xander Clark Scotland claims does it to be no. losing goals without regularity here uh, It's half time at Celtic Park Let's speak to Gabriel 
Thanks, Gordon. It is not what anyone expected at the interval here. Celtic are 1-0 down to the 10 men of Hibernian. A ridiculous foul from Carl Stahlfeld gifting Hibs a penalty. Josh Campbell duly obliged from the spot. And that came after an early red card had been given to Eli Yuan, the Hibs striker. Now, Celtic started on this front foot as they always do. They started to turn the screw after 20 minutes, but have so far found an inspired David Marshall in between the Hibs posts. As Starfelt had a header clean off the bar from a Matt O'Reilly outswinging corner. Then there was a huge save from Kyogo Jota, put the ball in. It was a typically improvised finish from the Japanese forward. He twisted his chest, uh, it flew towards the goal, but a great save. Marshall clawing it out. Perhaps on the replay, it uh, suggested that Kyogo could have headed it. That was Celtic's best chance. Another great save made from Jota after the ball was cut back to him and a big stop from Kyogo as well. Great performance from Marshall so far. Perhaps you thought it could be a collapse from the away side after their striker Eli Yuan was sent off after just 23 minutes. It was two bookable offences for two challenges on the Celtic centre-halves. First of all, he left his boot in on Carl Stahlfeld. Five minutes later, a high foot against Carter Vickers' head. Both could be deemed yellows, but Hibbs will certainly claim it is harsh. You thought it was only going to go one way from there, but no. Starfelt gave Hibernian that massive lifeline for needlessly pulling Paul Hanlon's shirt in the box. Now Hanlon was not too close to the ball. He wasn't in a seriously dangerous position. None of us here in the press box were even looking at the Hibs defender. So we weren't sure why referee Stephen McLean was over at the VAR. But the official rightly gave it and Josh Campbell sent Joe Hart the wrong way to give them the lead. Celtic have had the ball in the Hibs third ever since then, but they just can't find a way through. Even more worrying for Celtic, Rayo Hatate went off within 15 minutes. It looks like a muscular injury, perhaps a hamstring or a calf. It's a huge half-time team talk for Ange Postacoglu. The Hoops have been in red-hot form. They've created plenty of chances here, but they are misfiring so far today. And you've got that feeling that something could be off here. The crowd are agitated in the East End. It is still a huge ask for Hibernian to hold on to all three points. But if they do, Hibs could open the door for Rangers in the title race. That gap is just at six points at the moment. Half-time here at Parkhead. Celtic nil, Hibernian one. Action as it happens. From five on the open line. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. It's been quite a day in the Scottish Premiership and beyond. Let's give you some halftime scores then from up and down the country. Of course, there is a full time result because we had an early kickoff at Fir Park earlier on between Motherwell and Rangers at finish. Motherwell 2, Rangers 4. At the break, it's Aberdeen 3, Hearts 0, Celtic 0, Hibs 1, Dundee United 1, St Mirren 0, Kilmarnock 1, St Johnston 0, and Livy 2. Ross County nil in the championship. Hamilton Ackies nil. Air United two. Partick Thistle nil. Dundee nil. Queens Park nil. Inverness Cali Thistle one. Wraith Rovers two. Cove Rangers nil. In League One, Airdrie four. Peterhead nil. Alloa one. Clyde nil. Dunfermline nil. FC Edinburgh nil. Kelty one. Montrose nil. Queen of the South one. Falkirk nil. In League 2, Bonnie Rig Rose nil, East Fife nil, Dumbarton nil, Albion Rovers 4, 4 for 1, Annan 1, and Stranraer nil, Stirling Albion 1. Some English Premier League results if you fancy Villa 1, Bournemouth nil, Brentford 1, Leicester nil, Southampton nil, Spurs 1, and Wolves nil, Leeds 1. The second halves are coming up next. Number 1 for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard